Welcome to the Welcome to the Encompassing Podcast, the show where two lifelong friends talk about things that lifelong friends talk about. I'm Barrett, and this is Pearson, and this is episode six. Number six. I want to let you know I'm going to leave in that little kerfuffle at the beginning. When I'm yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, how you been? Uh, I didn't have a lot of sleep last night, so recording this morning might take me a second, but it's fine. That'd be it's right. all good. I, uh, I had a long day yesterday, um, school and such. I had planned on going and watching a basketball game that someone I know was playing in. And then I, I get ready to go. And then I remember I have to stick around at school for another hour and a half to have an interview. That wasn't an actual interview. It was six people sitting around a table talking to an advisor and her just asking us questions about stuff she's already talked to us about. So, uh, but I had to do it. So that was kind of dumb. Yeah, I'm uh, sure that was uh, interesting. It was, to say the least. Uh, but, you know, experiences. I yeah, I guess. But uh, yeah, so I'm back. I'm here. I'm awake, uh, barely, as you are on this uh, fine Wednesday morning we're recording on. Um, just looking at the news, we were trying to see if there was anything worth talking about. Um, if if any of these sparks your interest, you let me know. But we kind of talked about how that China's growth is slowed to to low things. And then the president of China immediately came out and uh, said that he was willing – not the president, sorry, the vice president, vice premier, I think is what they call it. So that he was willing to, China was willing to be global partners and be in a global cooperation, um, basically signaling they're trying to come on the other side of their COVID policy. So, you know, China had a zero COVID policy, right? What and does that mean? So basically they isolated everyone for the last three years. Um, uh. They... Wouldn't let people out of their homes. That if people had COVID, they couldn't go anywhere. Um, China doesn't have the same medical infrastructure we do. They have hospitals, but they don't have like doctor clinic everywhere in every little town type deal. So they're in a little bit worse situation. Nevertheless, um, there's zero COVID policy and where they were trying to eliminate it. Basically, they've done that for three years and when the reports came out that their growth had slowed down to 3%, which was the slowest it had been in decades, China now is like, okay, we got to we got to get back moving. And this COVID policy is destroying us, right? Destroying our economy. And right. so they're trying to come out on the other side of it. But what we're seeing is um, in Beijing, I think it was Beijing, I've been Hong Kong, they tested just a month or two ago. There was at least of the people they were testing for COVID, there was at least eight different strands of COVID running around in China with no natural immunity built up in China because they had been isolated for so long. Um, And the little bit of work that was getting done was being done in strict, you know, mask PPE cubicle environment, right? Staying away from people. Um, So, so there's a big, it's a big problem because basically they're, about to get hit with what the rest of the world got hit with two years ago and they are doing it with 
more strands and more virulent strands, right? More contagious because they've these strands have obviously adapted uh, to where by the time that um, us here in the United States and other European countries and uh, basically every other country of the world were dealing with the second and third waves, we had some natural immunity built up. We weren't as afraid of people dying on a daily basis. Um, right. While people still do die, it wasn't the same huge numbers. It was closer down to uh, flu-like numbers or even less than. So, yeah, that's basically what they're doing. And so it's funny because now that their economy is really in a bad situation, they are kind of almost getting rid of their zero COVID policy and they're starting to get hit. And they're obviously looking for global partners to try and boost their economy back up. China's in a bad way right now. Um, so that's something to watch over the next little bit that I thought you might be interested in. Yeah, I guess that's something to look at uh, as far as as far as world world politics uh, and things like that. As far as like at home, there's not much happening other than stock market was down, Goldman Sachs Bank was down, so Dow fell and stuff like that, uh, which led to Microsoft said this morning they were going to lay off ten thousand employees, which is a wow. lot of people. That's a lot of people. I mean, in the scope of how many people actually work there, it's, it's probably not much, but. Well, you're right. And and with the way that 10, the American economy is positioned right now, there's a lot of um, jobs, right? Um, employ, unemployment is as low as it's been in decades. So there's a lot of jobs out there. and But it, it, it does always suck to lose your job and have to find another one. Right. It's not always a good sign when these tech giants are laying off employees, such as Twitter did, and which Twitter had more of a different reason. We talked about that with Elon Musk, but Microsoft as well now. Right. So, uh, I, I mean, I guess the big thing that's going on in, in the country as far as like, uh, you know, like general people are concerned, the NFL playoffs are going on right now. Uh there's we we had an interesting wild card weekend to say the least we did have an interesting wild card weekend it was funny because you and me both um ended up predict we we were the same on five games out of six we had the same predictions there was one game we didn't have the same prediction on um and i want to save that game for last because uh that's the one that we differed on. So um, first up we had, I think we can kind of go through these since we don't have so many. Um, Were you? Yeah. The we, the Jaguars chargers. Um, we both chose the Jags, um, which did not look good at for at halftime. Right. Jags were down 27 to seven, had been down 27. Oh, until the final touchdown up for half. It did not look good. And then they proceeded to win, um, and now the final score eludes me. So I'm going to pull that. I'm going to pull up the score so I don't have this problem again. But they ended up. Yep, I think it was. I think it was 31 30. I know. I know that the Chargers kicked another field goal and they made it to 30. So, um, but basically, what we it is 31 30. Basically, what we saw was the Chargers offense stall right they were um unable to produce anything except for a field goal in the second half 
And while the Jaguars were able to score 24 points in the second half and make the comeback, which is what you and me chose. So it's kind of cool. Um, I think uh, they have since fired their coach. Is that correct? The Chargers fired their offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi, um, which if you're an offensive coordinator or a prospective offensive coordinator in the NFL, you were coveting that job because you get the chance to work with Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, pretty decent offensive line, and Austin Eckler, arguably the greatest um, producing running back in the NFL right now um, because of his ability to catch and run um, as well. So every possible OC is once an interview for that job in my mind. Um, right, because that's the team you want to work with. They have uh, that chemistry, so and they have the talent. Um, so yeah, they fired their offensive coordinator, and so we'll see a new offensive scheme, or at least a new person calling the shots in Los Angeles next year. So that'll be interesting. But I think Doug Peterson getting uh, playoff you know, win with Jags after they were the last team in the league last year, they're at least moving on to the divisional round. That's huge. We talked about two, uh, we talked about three coach of the year candidates in our minds. Um, Doug Peterson being one of those. And I mean, the job he's done is phenomenal. And also to say you had a few, you had like the most QB starting in playoffs that it was their first time starting. Right. In history, right? I think it was like six or seven, and we'll go through those. Um, but one of those that got a win was his name, Trevor Lawrence. Sorry. Oh, but, I, oh I thought you – I didn't know you were asking me. I was about to say. No, I wasn't were... asking you. I just couldn't remember who Trevor Lawrence was for a second. I could picture him, but couldn't remember his name. Justin Herbert also had his first start, um, and he lost. So, um, yeah, one and one there. But, yeah, I, I mean – I don't have much more to say about the game other than the AFC South is going to be represented in the divisional round, which is not something that people would have thought if you watched any AFC South football this year. And I, I hope they go all the way, honestly. Um, not look, not not likely, but I do hope that they go all the way. The other coach of the year candidate we talked about that took their team from zero to hero, as they say, was Brian Dable. Um, this was a game that I went back and forth on what my call was. You were pretty animate that the Giants were going to beat the Vikings. Um, you had no trust in Kirk Cousins. I thought that everything around Kirk Cousins would make up for that. I think it was a pretty good game. Um, the Giants just always had to lead. It, it uh, never really felt like the Giants weren't going to win. Right. It, what I was about to say is that it, it feels like it wasn't as uh... – it wasn't as close as the score dictates. Exactly. Uh, score was 31-24 Giants. But, yeah, like Barrett said, like every – like it always felt like the Giants had that game won. Um, Daniel Jones looked great. Yeah. I mean, it, it, he was using his legs like I've never seen somebody use their legs, especially someone who, you know, he's mobile. But he's not that mobile. He was making he, plays, putting it on the line. 
He is surprising mobile if you watch. Now, I know no one over the last two or three years since Daniel Jones came to the league has watched much Giants football, unless you're a Giants fan. He is surprisingly mobile, um, like was hitting rushing yard records that very few QBs hit. Um, but you just don't think of him that way. But he can do it. He's fast and he can run. He's kind of like Josh Allen, right? When you think about Josh, I mean, you think it, you're not thinking, mo- but when you start watching Bill's football, Josh Allen's running people over. He's elusive right. and he's running around. And he's a big frame like Daniel Jones. So, um, yep. So the Giants won. Brian Dable and Doug Peterson both won their games um, after taking their teams back to the top. Kirk Cousins can't get it done in primetime again. But from what I'm seeing, every commentator around the league and around sports is saying it's not any of the Viking players' fault. It's the coach. They're calling for the coach's head. Um, I saw a graphic during the game that in the first three quarters, the Vikings have a negative 82-point differential, which is like second or third worst in the league. In the fourth quarter, they had a plus 82-point differential, which was like second in the league. So basically, they play three pretty bad quarters of football and then win it at the end. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of teams in the league this year, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, there was a lot of fourth quarters, crazy action all year long. But I'm I'm glad the Giants won. You and me both predicted that. Um, I'm glad Brian Dable is getting his chance, like Danny Dimes and Saquon Barkley and um, the whole defense over there. So. Um, we'll go to, we talked about Josh Allen. So I say we jump to that game. That sounds good. Um, Dolphins at the Bills. Now we both picked the Bills and the Bills won. The storyline, it's not that the Bills won. The storyline is the Dolphins didn't get blown out, right? Yeah, that I, that was, a little surprising. We watched Skylar Thompson struggle to produce anything against the Jets. Now, the Jets have a good defense in week 18. Um, then they were going to come up against the Bills defense, who also has a good defense. And we're like, no way Skylar Thompson can do this. The Dolphins held a third quarter lead, right? The Dolphins looked like they were posed to win the game, maybe. Um, they couldn't get it done in Buffalo. But in, in my mind, like, you couldn't have asked for a better loss for the Dolphins. Right. Shows that you have talent on your team. Shows that you you know what's going on. Yeah, and every Dolphins fan expected them to lose that game. And they almost won it. They almost won it. It's a good game. Um, right. But my Bills are still alive. Super Bowl-bound Bills. Uh, both of us chose the Bills to be in the Super Bowl. Speaking of teams... Uh, other teams that may end up in the Super Bowl, and when we're looking at the NFC, 49ers are a good possibility if the Eagles don't make it. Um, the 49ers beat the Seahawks in a pretty good showing. It was a tight game. Did you watch that game? The 49ers-Seahawks? Yeah. Absolutely. It was a good game. It's a, it's a pretty tight game for the first two and a half quarters. The last right. quarter and a half, it was like, okay, the 49ers, the 49ers just kept – punching them just kept hitting kept doing turnovers right. all that yeah um, and and i'm a big fan of brock purdy i honestly i hope he makes the super bowl 
because he will be the first rookie quarterback to ever make the Super Bowl, let alone, you know, if he wins the Super Bowl, not to mention he is also Mr. Irrelevant. He will be – if Brock Purdy is not just riding a hot streak and or relying on this very talented 49ers team, if he actually is like – and I'm watching him, and he could be. If he's actually a legitimate franchise QB for 49ers or somebody else, they might go with Trey Lance and trade Brock Purdy away. If he's actually legit – if he's (laughs) – the Colts. If he's actually a legitimate franchise QB for someone in the future – he will be the biggest mystery relevant ever. I think the the biggest one so far was an O lineman that like made all pro once or twice, like nothing huge. Right. If he can continue to do what he's doing, he will be the biggest steal literally ever in the draft. Right. Literally last pick of the draft. I. That's a steal to me. He looks like he. He looks like he could be that guy. Yeah. I like Purdy. I'm I'm big on Purdy. It was a it was a decent game. 49ers pulled it out and I hope they keep pulling it out. And who now else? To, uh, but I want to say one more thing about 49ers before we go on. To to uh, the rest of the team's credit. I mean, we gave Purdy a lot of props, but Debo and Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle all played great games. Um all really strong, solid performances. And that 49ers defense is insane best defense in the league and normally when you say best defense in the league it's like someone it's like a defense that i'd be like yeah i could see them as top three i would have guessed they were top three but there's no defense like the 49ers out there um with the turnover margins with the just complete shutdown <laughs> lockdown on on the run game on the air game all of this it, it is one of the most well-rounded teams and they're the, they're the biggest competitors for my Eagles to be in the Super Bowl. But, uh, yes, yeah, so we'll, we'll move on um, to the next game. The other AFC game played was the Ravens at the Bengals, right? Right. Tyler Huntley ended up playing. Um, Lamar Jackson didn't play. It looks like the Ravens might have a chance at the end to pull out uh, – Win or at least send it overtime and go into the divisional wild card, a divisional round where Lamar Jackson could pop off. It did not happen. The Bengals were able to hold on. We both called this. Your thoughts on Bengals beating the Ravens twenty four to seventeen? I don't think it should have been as close as it was with uh, uh, with Tyler Huntley being in instead of Lamar Jackson. You take away the Ravens' best weapon. To be honest, Lamar Jackson's legs, and they still almost beat the Bengals. I think it shows some glaring weaknesses in the Bengals' defense. Yeah, and the Bengals, yes, I would agree because you're also not only are you talking about Lamar Jackson not being there, but the two top wide receivers that came into the year with and played most of the season with Devin DuVernay and Rashad Bateman, not in that order, it'd be Rashad Bateman and Devin DuVernay, were not playing, right? They're injured. They were out for the season for the last few weeks, right? So you're you're playing with your your B squad of wide receivers. You're playing with your second-string QB, and uh, you still 
you're able to put up 17 points and and you're three inches away from tying the game when Tyler or not tying the game, they would have taken the lead, right? When I think so, Tyler yeah. Huntley fumbled on the goal line because it would have been 24 to 17, but instead uh, Hubbard ran it back. And so then they were able to go up 24, 17 because it was tied at the point. So they would have taken a fourth quarter lead. That would have been with the way the Bengals offense was producing because the Ravens has such a good defense. It might've been hard to overcome. So um, Bengals are going to have to really get their stuff together before they face the bills. Yeah, I agree. And I think uh, the last game, very upsetting, the game, the game I got wrong. Yes, the game that we differed on. Your Super Bowl pick for the NFC that I told you and warned you. I'm a Falcons fan. I watched Tom Brady this year. I watched the Buccaneers. I watched the NFC South. Tom Brady is not winning a Super Bowl. I told you that. I told you he wouldn't even win a playoff game. You didn't believe me. You picked him to go to the Super Bowl. You also picked him to beat the Cowboys. And it was a shellacking. Uh, Let's score... be fair. Okay. Let's okay. be fair. I, I, it's not that I picked Tom Brady and his oh so enormous talent to go to the Super Bowl. You picked the more bone that lady. I picked. I picked the bone lady. Did I talk about this on? Yes, you did. I did. I talk, it was something. It, it's just little things that my girlfriend brings me all the time um, that she was like some girl they were she was throwing bones everywhere and reading bones and she said don't count Tom Brady out and I mean all my life I've heard don't count Tom Brady out so I was like okay let's not count Tom Brady out I'll go with the bone lady and the bone lady failed me I I feel disappointed I wasn't very high on this game anyways. I don't I don't favor either the Tampa Bay Buccaneers nor the the Dallas Cowboys for a Super Bowl. I don't think their talent is anywhere near half of the other teams in the playoffs. <clears throat> that I think when I think their talent is there. I mean, I think Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, that O-line, um uh, Dev- David, sorry. Um and Vita Vea and some of these other people on the well, Bucks defense, they got talent. Aren't they all like ninety four years old though? No. Well, some of them, some of them are some of them are a little old, but uh, it's several that have four or five years left in the league probably. So, but what I saw was the Buccaneers. That even when they had their starters in. The Buccaneers defense was unable to stop the Falcons team in week 18. Um, they had been showing signs of lessening over the over the course of the season. Basically, they were putting up great – the Buccaneers defense was great all season, and Tom Brady couldn't score any points. The I, I watched him throw awful passes. He looked nervous in the pocket. He was doing the pump fake thing. The Manning brothers pointed this out on their uh, – cast of the game and the Manning cast like he looked nervous he was making bad decisions it was a strange game to watch if that was Tom Brady's last game ever I think strange game I I will say this he he this is the first like uh like playoff appearance he's made since he got divorced which I'm not saying that has anything to do with it 
But just like the bone lady, my, my girlfriend came to me the other day. She was like, you know, Tom Brady, I think he, I think he might be cursed because there was some news article out there that said that that Giselle was a witch and helping Tom Brady win games. Oh, well. And so that's why he won all his Super Bowl games. So, I I mean, maybe that's why he fell apart. I'm telling you, I mean, I'm not trying to denigrate what we're doing here, but I feel like a podcast to where your girlfriend tells you conspiracy theories and you just sit there and try and understand them is a lot more entertaining format. (laughs) I would... I would I would do that. I, I would mean, pay money to listen to that. There's there's chemicals in the water. I'd Turning the frogs like... gay. <laughs> I love that clip. But yeah, needless to say, I was very wrong on this pick. Tom Tom Brady did not play like Tom Brady. He played like I said. In, I said in a group chat. I said he plays like he's like he's playing Roblox fusion football. Which soared over a lot of people's head, but some people got it. He uh, he did not play well, as you said. Played like Roblox fusion football. Um, the score, even thirty-one fourteen, is kind of a is kind of a misleading score because he scored four, those fourteen points in the last two quarter, the last little bit of the third quarter, and then once in the fourth quarter. And it was the big story, I guess, from that game was Brett. Uh, Mark missed four extra points, which yes, had never Brett been Maher. done. Had never been done in an NFL game since 1932 when they started recording statistics. No one had ever missed four. Um, I do commend, even though Dak said something on the sideline, such as to the extent of uh, we should have went for two, but in not so nice language. Um, I do commend. McCarthy on continuing to stick with his kicker because he need to regain his confidence. You need this guy when it comes to um, next week, right? You're not going to get another kicker, so you need this guy. So you got to you got to help him build his confidence. They, I saw something that was uh, like his first hundred and fifty six something like that, hundred thirty six field goal attempts or sorry, extra point attempts. He had missed like four. And then literally out of five attempts on the game Monday night, he missed four. This um, is he's what I'll a, say. He's a great kicker. He's a great kicker. This is what I'll say. I'm I'm not very uh I'm not very on the train with kicker and punter hate. I think it takes a lot of lot of talent to get there. My dad doesn't agree, so he's 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 like, You're just a kicker. All you gotta do is kick the ball. But the mental quarterbacks, game. quarterbacks have awful games. Tom Brady had an awful game. Quarterbacks have awful games all the time. Peyton Manning had awful games. You know, the greatest quarterbacks of all time had awful games. Why are kickers, O linemen, D linemen, why are they any different? And it's only because they are put in a spotlight where that is where they are the main focus. Yeah. 
we we see the double doinks and the and the, the you know the wide rights the shanking like that's it's ingrained in our head where Tom Brady making that interception in the end zone uh, or throwing that interception in the end zone it maybe not everyone remembers that but that was Tom's Brady first red zone interception since he, 2019 in New England like that's a big deal that's a big point in the game. They were going to score right. a touchdown in the second quarter, and he said he throws a pick that the Cowboys drive back for a score. Right? right. Not to mention, Dak Prescott is leading in interceptions this year. Is he really? I if I if I'm if I read correctly, I think he was leading in interceptions at least at some point this year or this year. Um, it appears Josh Allen has him beat right now. Josh Allen's at 16, uh, but Dak Prescott and Davis Mills are at 15. So, yeah, you're right on up there. Uh, yeah, so if every time Dak threw an interception, Brett Maher threw his helmet down and was like, we should have kicked a field goal. Yeah. Everybody would go crazy, but, you know, even with, uh, like, Trevor Lawrence, he threw four interceptions. They threw four interceptions in the first half. The first half, and they still won that game. Right. And, it, like, some of those brought back for scores for seven points. Yeah. Not even, like, I am not a kick, an extra point is one. Yeah. You drive back an interception, on, that's seven. I'm not on the hate the kicker game. I, I agree with you. Also, I think that he has to come out there and he has to perform for them next week, right? They're going up right. against the Eagles. No, 49ers, my bad. They're going up against the 49ers. They got to, he's got to show up. They're going to have, that's a great defense. They're going to be kicking some field goals. They're right. going to need every point they can get. He's got to show up. Um, but props to the Cowboys. The Cowboys have a great, pretty good offense. Um, I think the weakest link right now may be Dak, which is crazy to say because he's also a top 10 QB in the league, I would imagine. Um, But their defense is so good. Micah Parsons had such a good game. Um, So that whole defense over there is great. Uh, But, yeah, so first week you uh, got one wrong. So, you know. All right. Uh, let's Let's call week two. Okay. You got Chiefs and Jaguars. I want to say that one the last. I want to say that one the last. That one will be more interesting. Um, they're all these are all going to be pretty interesting. We'll go to the other AFC matchup. Go Bills and Bengals. Bills and Bengals. I think Bills win this. I say Bills win it as well. My uh, one of my classmates is from Cincinnati, and he's like, "No, no, no, man, the Bengals got it." But uh, I picked Bills to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm going to send them through. Um, Let's jump over to the NFC. So we both picked Bills there. Um, jump over to the NFC. You got Eagles and Giants. Now I'll say this: they're playing in Philly. I saw a statistic. I saw this graphic that I have to share with you. Um, the Philadelphia, the the Giants have not won in Philly in nearly a decade. The last wow. time the Giants won in Philadelphia was October 27, twenty thirteen. They have lost nine straight games in Philadelphia. Wow, you know, they, they talk about the Colts in Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, same, same, similar situation. So, uh, and I, I picked the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl. You said the Eagles were going to lose it somewhere. 
this might be a game that they lose it if you believe in the Giants, but I'm picking Eagles to win over Brian Dable's Giants. Man, when was the last game that, that Jalen Hurts played? Um, Two or three weeks ago. Uh, I, I can find that out exactly. Um, but he hasn't been out like a super long time. Let's see. January 8th versus the Giants. Well, how did that game go? They – well, he had a 65.1 QB rating. Um, but they won it because it was in Philly. And they haven't lost a game to the Giants in Philly in over a decade. I'm I'm feeling an Eagles loss somewhere along this road. Well, you can always call it next week against the either the 49ers or the Cowboys. Yeah, I think the Eagles win this game. Okay. Um good call. Um feels like you're copying me, but that's all right. No, I'm joking. Um <laughs> so Bills and Eagles, um, those are my two Super Bowl contenders, so I had to go with them. The last NFC game, like we just mentioned, is 49ers at – sorry, Cowboys at the 49ers. This is where I get a little hesitant because I really want to say the Cowboys are able to get out of the divisional round, which is something they haven't been able to do in decades. And I really see this is their year, but the 49ers team is so good. I think I'm going with the 49ers. I'm going with Brock. I'm taking a second. I'm taking a Okay. I want to be different than you on at least one pick. Okay. And I am looking at two amazing defenses, two of the best defenses in the league. Right. And I'm looking at one that's going up against a veteran QB that's a top 10 QB. And I'm looking at the other one that's going up against a rookie QB who hasn't faced a huge defensive challenge yet. I think Brock Purdy gets rattled. I think he makes mistakes. And I think the 49ers defense is not able to hold the Cowboys to enough points to overcome Brock Purdy getting rattled. And I'll go Cowboys and say the Cowboys, for the first time in forever, make it to the NFC Championship. If they're going to make it, this is their year. They had the team to do it. I'm going Cowboys. Mr. Brock Purdy does not get rattled. Not by Micah Parsons, not by anybody. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> you haven't seen Micah Parsons running at Brock Purdy yet. Brock Purdy would be rattled. I'll tell you that. Brock, Brock Purdy will or hit him with an uppercut, throw him into a half Horatio Nelson. Brock Purdy has played uh, only a few games. Right, he's came in for the last seven. He's played the Dolphins, pretty good defense. Buccaneers, pretty good defense, but banged up. Seahawks, okay defense. Commanders, not great. Raiders, not great. Cardinals, not good. And Seahawks, not great. I don't. I think the level to which he's about to play is so much farther beyond these teams. Probably parties will be rattled. Which brings us to our last – oh, it's funny that, like, the one that we disagree on, again, is me picking the Cowboys and you picking a uh, an established team. That'll be fun if I beat you with the Cowboys twice in a row. Yeah. 
the uh, the last the last one is the Jags at Kansas City. Now, I think what we're both it's correct me if I'm wrong. We both have some faith in a little bit of Jacksonville magic, but and we both don't want the Chiefs to win. We both are rooting for the Jags, right? Which makes it hard to call against them, but it's so hard to call the Jags over the Chiefs. It's so hard not to go for the Chiefs in the playoff. Yeah, it's difficult. It's so hard to pick. It is. It's so hard to pick. Because we've seen Jacksonville face off against, you know, people that they didn't look like they were going to beat. Yeah. The Chargers last week. I think the Chiefs have a pretty comparable defense. Like that, neither one of them, Chargers, Chiefs defense, neither one's a much better. I think I think Trevor Lawrence has gotten rid of the jitters. I think he's thrown his four picks. I don't think he he's gonna be coming out and making terrible mistakes again. Right. But can that young, but good, but young Jacksonville defense hold up against Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey? Juju, so that's so. hard. I don't think so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go the Chiefs. However, I am rooting for the Jaguars to win. And if I had to pick a game where the underdog wins, it would be this one. Okay. Um, I've already picked an underdog winning, so I hate to pick another one. see I want to root for the Jags with all my heart right I think the Chiefs win I can't I can't I can't I almost said it too but I I think the Chiefs win the game and so we differ on one game it's the Cowboys and 49ers and uh actually no I'll go Jags I think oh. the Chiefs are gonna. I think the Chiefs are gonna lose, and I think if they get up against the Bengals and Bills, it'll be such a high stakes game that they're not gonna fall through. And I think the Chiefs have to lose; they're not winning the Super Bowl this year. Um, and so I'll go Jacks. This is this is it's a surprising thing. They're number one seed. They didn't play last week. They're gonna come in. They're gonna lose to Jacksonville, and it's gonna be a riot in the streets of uh, Florida. And I'll go. I'll go. I'll drive to Jackson. <laughs> to Florida. To Florida. With them. With them. All right. Well, that's sports. Um, basketball's midseason still. Hockey's still midseason. You got a few teams oh. that. Yeah. I'm. I'm okay. so sorry. I I forgot news. Um, Alabama basketball star. Oh uh, yeah, Darius Miles. Darius star, Miles. Star would be questionable. Um, we had a a bench player from the University of Alabama, Darius Miles, who sold the or gave the gun or sold the gun, provided the gun in some way to someone who then shot someone in a moving or out of a moving car, um, killing her, the, la- the lady that was shot. And so he is going to be an accessory to capital murder. Or, no, wait, he'll still be charged with capital murder. I, I was talking... T- I was talking to a judge. Uh, well, I was talking to my friend whose um, relative was a judge, and he was talking to him. But 
it still looks like they'll still be he'll still be charged with capital murder, even though he's not the one that pulled the trigger because he participated in the act. So right. Um, I mean, yeah, he he was a bench player, but he did play. Yeah, he had quite he had, a lot. He actually had a season-ending ankle injury a week before, so he wasn't about to be playing quite a lot. But nevertheless, it's pretty big news. Um, pretty big stain right there at the University of Alabama. But it's an individual actor versus the university. But, yeah, that's um, prayers for, for the victim's family as they're going through this. Um, and, and the fact that it's national – News also is never fun, I can imagine. So, right. um, but yeah, Darius Miles probably going to jail. Probably going to jail. Right. So, I guess now we'll get onto the bracket. Yeah, we'll go to our other brackets, right? You know, we already did uh, last week, we had a little bit of controversy um, about the. The wheel was going to make it all the way, and then it never made it, and then it was kind of eliminated. The printing press made it. Um, my girlfriend was listening, and she kept texting. She was like, you know, this should have been the 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 light bulb should have been the clock, or this should have been that. And I'm like, you just wait. It's about to get crazier when we realize the wheel can't go through. <laughs> um, this week, drumroll, is fast food restaurants. The best right. fast food restaurants. So what um, some criteria that we went, we said they need to have a drive through um, at least at some locations. Um, and you have a drive through it needs to be fast food, uh, be quick, and no waitress also, waiter. Yeah, no waitress waiter. They're not coming to your table. Um, we also didn't do places like Panera to where you order and then – sit down and then you go pick up your food from a counter and so sit down like we we really what you would typically think of as fast food the only other stipulation is we said they had to have more than 500 locations which knocks some of the uh, regional ones out such as in and out and crystals and um raisin canes i think got knocked out i could be wrong yep Oh, no, it made it in sorry it had jacks is what you're thinking of jacks jacks is a regional southern thing um, that only has 250 locations. And so we knocked out some okay, some others like that. But I think we have a pretty good list. We have 20 teams, or sorry, 18 teams, fast food restaurants. So that requires two um, competitions to even make it into the first round. These are like, uh, you know, you watch March Madness and they have a little play-in tournament at the beginning. Like right. those four teams, the first four. Um so these are our first four. Our first four are Churches and Panda Express. Churches and Panda Express are going against each other in the first four. Right. I have, I am completely throwing this to your court. There are three restaurants on this list I've never been to, and these are two of them. But I will say my one, two cents is I hear a lot more rave reviews about Panda Express than I do about Churches. Uh, I think Churches is – it's just fried chicken. They're not doing anything revolutionary. Their their prices are okay. Their food is okay. Some people swear by Church's Chicken, um, but I, I I just don't think it beats Panda Express. Panda Express, I I would go there most days if I could. Um, we had one right beside 
my old house um, when I was in college. And we went there all the time. I love, I'm not even a big Chinese food person, but Panda Express just has great food and a decent price. They're a little expensive. Well, I'll, I'm willing to pay a little money for good food. So I will send Panda Express through if, you, if you're good with that. Right. Um, the other two teams in the first four um, are Chipotle. Does, is there any Chipotles with drive throughs um, I don't wait. Yes, yes, there are Chipotle as a drive throughs Okay, um, I never encountered one. That's all I was asking. I believe so. Chipotle versus Whataburger. What a burger! I mean, he, he, this is this is something that I'm entirely indifferent on. Whoever makes it here is not going to make it very far. I think they're both okay. So, so here's my thing. Um, Whataburger's all right. It's nothing great. Um, Chipotle is good. I like Chipotle. The only thing is, like, I'm not sure how smoothly it fits into our fast food category. Um, if a lot of its locations don't even have a drive through. So I'm tempted just to put Whataburger through because it's fast foody. So Chipotle, um, do we have Subway in here? We do. I think if we have Subway, we can have Chipotle. Okay. So if I'm thinking about quality uh, and how good the food is, I would go Chipotle. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'm not really partial to to Whataburger. to the kind of food. Oh, you don't like Mexican food? Is that what you just said? Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of it, uh, especially like, like like if it's not from a – like a local Mexican restaurant. Yeah, if it's that kind of fresh Mexican grill stuff, you don't like it. I get that. Um, all right, so we're moving into the actual, what I'm going to call the actual bracket, outside of that first four. Um, 16 teams competing for the number one fast food restaurant. Hard match up here at the beginning. Um, uh, McDonald's versus Panda Express. You know my uh, feelings on McDonald's. I don't like it. <laughs> McDonald's isn't good food. It's not that much cheaper. And it's not like even like a cool environment. And the drive throughs always suck. Apparently the ice cream machines are always broken. Like in my mind, in my mind, if Panda Express truly has better food and it's truly like you want to go there all the time. If I went to Panda Express, if I had one near me, I would go. Because I've been wanting to try it for a while now. In my mind, it's Panda Express, but it's hard to knock off the king. And I understand there's more to fast food than just the quality of the food. I understand there's an allure, there's a name factor, all this. So, your your opinion. So, McDonald's to me, it's, I mean, it's McDonald's. I think the food, like, I'm never putting a Big Mac into my mouth and going like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever had, unless it was that that one that I had that one time. Um, there are people like that, though. You know, there are people that like McDonald's is their favorite restaurant. Yeah. It, I mean, mostly children, but yeah. Um, or like college age white girls. It's decent food. 
it's not bad food in my opinion. I I like it. I enjoy it. I know what I like on the menu. Um, their big selling point is price. I can go to McDonald's. Me, me and my girlfriend used to do this in college. We used to go eat for seven bucks. We used to eat for, for seven, eight, nine bucks, like something around there. We used to both be able to eat. We could not go to Panda well, Express what, and both both eat for 25 bucks. What are you eating at McDonald's to where you can eat both for seven bucks? Are y'all sharing a McNugget and a water? No. So they have a mobile app. They have this deal on the mobile app. You buy a combo meal, get a Happy Meal free. $7 combo <laughs> meal. She gets a Happy Meal free. And we are eating every okay. day. So we you sustained took, ourselves. You took advantage of a deal that's not their normal prices. But that is a part of their, their restaurant. If I don't... I don't like – okay, am I allowed to say that I don't like McDonald's fries that much? I don't like McDonald's fries that much. And so when I, go, when I go, if I go, when I used to, um, we would take trips and such, and people would stop, and I, I had to get some. I would get two quarter pounders and a drink, and it was like 12 bucks. Now, I know I'm getting two hamburgers, and I understand that. but 12 can, bucks? That's affordable. Panda yeah. Express, yeah, you're not you're right. eating yourself for eighteen. Really, <laughs> Panda Express? Are you exaggerating is, at all? Panda Express is pricey. Me and my girlfriend are not eating at Panda Express for for under twenty five dollars. Yeah, but you know what? If I get twelve dollars and my girlfriend gets twelve dollars, that's twenty four. That's right at that twenty five dollar price range that you keep talking about. I I just. $12 at McDonald's can get you so much more. It's so, it's just, it's, you're not beating McDonald's on this one. Okay. I've never even been to Panda Express, so I can't put up too much of a fight. If Mc, if it's the last thing I do, McDonald's will not win this bracket. <laughs> McDonald's it's isn't not, good. I'm just, there's I'm just nothing saying. About this- McDonald's, there's nothing about McDonald's that's good. There's nothing about it that's good. It doesn't. The food doesn't really taste good. It, if you know anything about them making the food, it really makes you not want to eat it. The service isn't good. The environment isn't good. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to come out of this with McDonald's winning. Next matchup: Subway versus Arby's. You're not really giving McDonald's much of a fight here. Um, both of these restaurants, in my opinion, are bad i'll go arby's just because i've i've gotten more and more down on subway recently and at least arby's has some good curly fries yeah arby's curly fries are pretty good um that's not really the only thing about them it's been forever since i've had arby's i feel like i would like it like they got some you know some like not just burger stuff like some you know the roast beef and all that type stuff but i haven't been in forever to know it's like a like a fast food deli yeah, I don't. I don't think I want roast beef like that. Well, but you. What is roast beef, Barrett? They roast beef anywhere has been cooked 
days in advance and it's just being sliced. It doesn't matter where you go. So it's the same. I don't know. It's, the, it's the same word. No, that's that's any deli. They're not back there putting the roast beef on in the oven when you order it. That would be ridiculous. It takes hours and hours to cook. All I know is that you can roast beef, but you can't pea soup. You cannot pea soup. I, mm, I think it's it's a little it's a little has uh, you can pea soup. You can you can pea partially pea soup. <laughs> you can pea soup. Um, okay. Anyways, I, I've become more and more down on Subway. Arby's is one of those I think I might enjoy if I went more often. This is really your bracket, Barrett, because I don't eat fast food. Outside of this next matchup, I hardly ever touch it. This next matchup, though, I do go to Chick-fil-A all the time. Chick-fil-A versus Taco Bell. Your thoughts? I, I love both of these restaurants. I and... love a cheesy gordita crunch. Uh, however, Chick-fil-A, the food is good. You feel good when you eat Chick-fil-A. I feel awful after I eat Taco Bell. I love yeah. both of them, but you feel good when you eat Chick-fil-A. It, it, they're both about the same price point. I could eat myself for about 12 bucks, 13 maybe, uh, at both places. Taco Bell is a little more pricey to me to, to, to fill me up. Can I ask a question? How much are you spending yeah. for you keep talking about you and your girlfriend? How much are you spending for yourself at Panda Express? For myself at Panda Express? You kept saying both I, of you were 75. Like I want to say so, like like 14 plus. And Chick-fil-A and Taco Bell, you were spending 13 and that was reasonable. You realize that's one dollar difference. That is more I, I was getting more food there. Okay. All right, Chick Fil A. I think Chick Fil A moves on. Chick-fil-A you feel moves better on, after you. Eat it. I like Chick Fil A more. I'll be honest though. Taco Bell is one of those that I've tried a few times, and I'm not opposed to going to Taco Bell. It's just there's nothing there that's drawing me to it. I'm opposed to going to McDonald's. The food is actively bad. Uh, Taco Bell is like it's not great. Uh, Next matchup is KFC versus Hardee's. Now my disclaimer is, it's I've not gone to KFC since I was like nine years old. Um. It was okay then. Now, I have had KFC chicken since then because every family reunion or potluck dinner here in the South, um, someone's bringing a bucket of KFC chicken. That That's just what happens. But I do go to Hardee's for a biscuit very often. Um, Hardee's have some of the best biscuits around. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah. KFC, I eat there sometimes. It's all right. Sometimes I'm craving some KFC, some mashed potatoes, whatever. Um, Hardy slash Carl's Jr. though, yeah, I think besides like places that are local to here, like Jack's, if I'm going to a place for breakfast, it's Hardy's. I think they got good breakfast. Um, I think they do breakfast so well. I think they do breakfast better than KFC does fried chicken. I can, I think I can agree with that. Um, like I said. I'm never like, in my mind, I'm never even craving KFC. Um, I said I eat it every now and then because of the potlucks and stuff like that. But it's never that big of a deal. I am, <laughs> every morning, if I could have a Hardee's bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, I would eat a Hardee's bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. That's it's good. So good. They're, they're they got that, so they got that flaky crust. And I don't eat there after 10, 10 o'clock, 1030, whenever they change over. 
except for Saturdays, because now they do Saturdays, they do bacon, egg, and uh, they do bacon biscuits and egg biscuits until they close. They do them all day. So I can get a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit later. So I'm happy. But uh, Hardy's moves forward, unless you have a Hardy's Carl's Jr.'s comeback. All right. Zaxby's versus Sonic. I have strong opinions, so I want you to go first. All right. Zaxby's is like, uh, it's a little more, I want to say it's a little more Southern because it's, it's our answer to Raising Cane's. Uh, they're, they're in the same. Um, however, I feel about Sonic like you feel about McDonald's. I feel about Sonic like I feel about McDonald's. I like Sonic slushies. They had this red. Yep. They, they had this Red Bull nerd slushy one time. Me and my girlfriend got that like twenty seven times today, like a day. But their food is awful. Food is awful. And I tell you this, Barrett. Can I rant a little bit? Yeah, Zaxby's is kind of a southeast thing. I was looking at, but there are some out in uh, that's Utah. I want to say some out in Utah. And they leak over into Texas, Kansas, on up into Maryland, some other places like that, in Ohio. So, anyways, it's pretty widespread. But I hate Sonic. I have sworn off Sonic. I have not sworn off McDonald's, but I've sworn off Sonic. The last few times I've went, food is awful. And now, since the pandemic, they don't even do the – most of the places I go, they don't even do the little – the drive-in thing. They only do the drive-throughs. Like, I go in and do the drive-in and try to order, and they're like, you know, you got the drive-thru only. And so I got to go around and wait in line for an hour in front of other cars, which I hate drive-thrus. So you got to go around, and then I, the last three times I've went, I tried to order a milkshake for Ashley. And when I try to order it for her, or when I try to order my own, they don't have what's written on their menu I'm reading. I am so angry at Sonic. I've sworn off Sonic. Um I used to like their like uh they used to do like a peanut butter fudge milkshake that I enjoyed. Right. No. I'll go there for a sl- I went there f- when Ashley made me go the other day I went for a slushy. That's it. I uh, I am I, done with Sonic. So if you are okay with Zaxby's going through, Zaxby's is good enough that yes, please. I'm okay with putting anything on this list over Sonic. I uh, Sonic oh, McDonald's is better than Sonic. Sonic to me just food is awful. Service is always awful. Awful. There's something always Sonic bad. There was it. one thing that would make me go there, and it was they would bring your food out on roller skates. But they don't even do that anymore. No, they got rid of the roller skates years ago. It, it's it's awful. bad. It shouldn't have even made our list. I'm upset that I let it get this far. Next matchup: Oh, Dairy Queen versus Popeyes. I love. A good Dairy Queen Blizzard. Um, right. I also have kind of gotten into like I'll order like they have like pretzel sticks, they have cheese curds. I'll order that kind of stuff sometimes. I kind of like Dairy Queen. I'll tell you this: the one Popeyes I went to. Now I was told by multiple people afterwards that this was not the Popeyes to go to; that it was a bad, just a bad location. The Another one Popeyes one I went about. to. Which one? Oh, I well, feel I, like I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> It's, it's one over too much. Yeah, it's one over um, near where I'm at on the interstate, um, yep. in between me and uh, closer to where you are. That exit. So, anyways, it's it had like rancid chicken. The only thing that was good. Now the fries are pretty good. 
I'll be honest with you. Like, I, I kind of liked those fries, but in my mind, Dairy Queen wins just from my experience, unless you have, like, something that you've experienced different. I'll say this. I don't like Dairy Queen food. Not a big fan on Dairy Queen food. However, they do ice cream so good. Their ice cream is so good. The last time I ate at Popeye's, we used to – it was when the big, like, Popeye's made a chicken sandwich, like, and everybody was comparing it to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And they were flipping out about Popeye's chicken sandwich. That Which was the last you like time more? I went. Me, Chick-fil-A. Uh, okay. We went to – me and my buddies went to Popeye's every few days to go eat their chicken sandwiches just because they wanted to. But I don't think Popeye's does anything special that that I can put it over Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen is so good. Their ice cream is amazing. I will take I'm, – I'm going to – I'm going to be the person that be like, some of Dairy Queen's food's all right because we did say we wanted them to serve more than just, like, desserts. Like, we didn't put Smoothie King on this list for similar reasons. So – Right. Um, but I think that Dairy Queen beats Popeye's. I agree. Moving on. Two more matchups in the first round. Raisin Cane's versus Burger King. I've never eaten at a Raisin Cane's. I rarely eat at Burger King because just other people seem to not like Burger King. But the few times I've been, I thought it was pretty good. Like, not like I want to go back but because I don't want to go back to any of these fast food places except for Chick-fil-A. But I thought it was pretty good. Um, What do you, you don't like it? You're not a big Burger King person? Bro. Okay, so I've had Raisin Cane's only a few times. On, on, like, trips and stuff like that. Okay. Raising Cane's, just think Zaxby's, but, like, it feels more high quality, if that makes sense. Like, when okay. you eat it, yep. it just makes feels sense. like a little more handmade. Burger King tastes like rabbit nipples. It's so bad. It's so okay. – I hate their chicken nuggets suck. Their burgers suck. Their service sucks. Their entire – like, they're not the king – of any town where they're the only restaurant okay. in town. Hey, hey, listen, I'm telling you, the last time I went to Burger, the last three times I've been to Burger King has been for one reason, one reason only. I went with my grandma and she wanted a frozen Coke. So we both got frozen Cokes. That's the only thing I've eaten in the last 15 years from Burger King. So I, I, it's all right. I, I'll give you Raisin yeah. Cane's. Like, that's fine. It, it's abysmal. Um, they're not the king of burgers. I'll tell you who is the king of burgers. When we went on a trip to California and every like burger place that wasn't local to where we lived, we went to it to see who had the best burger out of all. And the best burger I've ever had was from Smashburger. People like Smashburger. Smashburger um, is good. I'll tell you, one of the best fast food ones I ever had was when we were in London and went to Shake Shack. Um, Shake Shack only had like 260 locations, so we didn't put it on the list. But I thought Shake Shack had a pretty, pretty good burger for a fast food place. Um, nevertheless, let's move on. Um, last, last one on our list is Chipotle versus Wendy's. In my mind, Wendy's is the answer to McDonald's. Wendy's is now. I could you you might do have the same reaction you did to Burger King, but in my mind. Wendy's has the name, the clout, the the, but it, its food is pretty decent, and whereas McDonald's is not. Um, 
I think Wendy's is rightly seated at number two, and I think it beats Chipotle because of it has decent food and it has the definitely a fast food restaurant where Chipotle would question um, and some other things. So I, I would go Wendy's even though I don't really eat there <laughs> that much. I've eaten there a few times actually since I moved to college. Uh, so I eat Wendy's pretty regularly. Um, I'll say this, never been to a Wendy's with good service. Okay. Um, however, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever been to a Wendy's that got my order right, but their food <laughs> makes up for it. Yeah, it's pretty their good food. food makes up for it. My girlfriend, she says her favorite fries are Wendy's fries. Wendy's um, pretty good fries. I, I don't like fries. We'll get to this later, but I don't like fries without sauce. I don't like a lot of fries without sauce, and I have to eat Wendy's fries with honey mustard. Um, but well, their baconator is really good. They also do the cheesy bacon fries stuff. Those are Wendy's. good. Those are good. I like the, the baconator fries are great. Um, yeah. And I just thought about something. Um, I don't know if we if we took five guys off this list. We did because I don't think I can't think of five guys with a drive-through. Um, I think I'll say this: I think a lot of people would consider Five Guys fast food, but I'll go ahead and eliminate it next to anything on this list except for uh, probably Arby's, Subway, or uh, Sonic Burger King. Like, like any five of guys? those. Um, not that I don't like Five Guys; I think they have decent food. Talk about expensive. Talk about expensive, though. I, I, I think it would take $40 yeah, just for me to, to eat. It's so expensive. It's, it takes it, so long. We did. It doesn't take that long. I don't know where you've been going. I, I DoorDash all the time, uh, or used to DoorDash all the time. Um, five Guys by far takes the longest. It, it, like I was, I was there on a Sunday after a Sunday, like around one, when everyone and their mama from church was there, and they got my food out within like five six minutes. I will say this about Five Guys: I love Five Guys burgers. They're good. Their fries are good. But me and my girlfriend have to go each get a burger. One of us get fries, and then one of us get a drink if we want to come out of there without spending more than twenty five dollars. We get two it's burgers, one fry, one drink. It's so expensive, but it's good. It's good, but I can't go there. I can't. It's too. It's too much. Yeah. If I'm gonna pay that much for what is a really good burger, I trust you. I want to be able to sit down and order it from a waiter or waitress. Right. Um. But let's not stop talking about Five Guys because they're not even on the list. Um. Back up to the top. One versus the eight seed. McDonald's versus Arby's. You want McDonald's more than because you hate Arby's, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with McDonald's versus Arby's. In my mind, there's not really, you know, except for Arby's curly fries being better, McDonald's can win. I, I assure you, for your sake, McDonald's is probably not going to win this bracket. I think it's a good. I think it's a good. Like it's like the cardboard of fast food restaurants. It tastes like it. it I love McDonald's, but. I do understand where it's it's just it's nothing special. Um, it, it's special in name only, and and its next competition it will not win. It will not make it to the final two because it has to go up either against Chick Fil A or Hardee's, and 
this is actually an easy decision for me because the only on the one of the ones on our list, the only place besides Hardee's that I can get a good bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit is Chick-fil-A. But I can also get a really kick fire spicy Chick-fil-A sandwich. I can get some nuggets. I can get a frosted lemon. I can get so much stuff there. In my mind, it's Chick-fil-A. You have uh, any comment? Uh, I think this is pretty strong for me. I think it's Chick-fil-A. Uh, I, I think Chick-fil-A does everything better. I, I will say this. I am partial. I like beef. Beef is my favorite type of meat. Okay. Uh, it goes like beef, chicken, pork. Um, it all depends it, on like how it's cooked for me. So. I, I think I'll take beef in, in most any form over pork. Uh, I just don't like pork very much. I, I like bacon, but like other than that, not a big pork guy. However, pork is not a factor in this. But Chick-fil-A just takes it. They do chicken very well, the um, only thing even though they, I prefer beef. The only thing that they don't do better than Hardee's is their actual biscuit. Now, as far as the bacon, egg, and cheese go, it's comparable. Chick-fil-A's biscuit's very crumbly, but it's not dry, and I don't understand how they do that. But um, in my mind, it's Chick-fil-A, even though talking about a Hardee's biscuit right now is making my mouth water. <laughs> um, I could eat one right now. Zaxby's versus Dairy Queen. Zaxby's has an easy first ride because it beats Sonic. So we can really talk about Zaxby's here. In my mind, I've eaten Zaxby's twice over the past two months, which is more than I'd eaten it. I'd probably the same amount I'd eaten in the previous five years because my boss, whenever we go out to eat, he likes Zaxby's. I don't consider that going out to eat because it's fast food, but nevertheless, we go to Zaxby's. Um, Zaxby's has some pretty good chicken tenders, some pretty good sauce, and decent fries. Dairy Queen has phenomenal ice cream. My girlfriend loves Zaxby's. Her and her family used to drive 20 minutes to go get Zaxby's and drive back home and eat it. Like, they liked it that much. Uh, yeah. Thoughts? I mean, I would drive I would drive 90 minutes to go get Zaxby's. I love really? Zaxby's. Okay. I love Zaxby's and especially love Zaxby's fries. They are my favorite fries, and they, I can eat them without sauce. They're the only which crinkle cut. a lot cut, of my criteria. They're the only crinkle cut fries I like because they have the seasoning I, on them. Yes. I'll say your fries are good if I can eat them without sauce. Yes. And Zach's exactly. Because I can most certainly eat them without sauce. So they beat Dairy Queen? Right. Okay. Making sure that that was okay with you. Um Next, we have Raisin Cane's versus Wendy's. You have expressed a liking for both these places. Who you got? Uh, I think Wendy's is better. Okay. Uh, I think out of all of the – I hate to call these like the – like the trashy fast food restaurants, but I'll say it like like – like yes. McDonald's, Wendy's, yeah. parties, Arbs, Arby's, yeah, yeah, they're they're the mass chain, like huge. I think Wendy's is the best out of okay. all of them. I've never been to Raisin Cane, so I can't argue. So I'm gonna go Wendy's as well. Um, final four, but an easy final four at the top for me: McDonald's versus Chick Fil A. 
is Chick-fil-A. It's the Jesus chicken. McDonald's, there's nothing good about McDonald's. It made it this far because it beat Pan Express and then had an easy ride because we don't really like Arby's. Chick-fil-A is so good. Chick-fil-A does everything right. It's much better service, of course. It's Chick-fil-A in my mind. And decent price. It's a decent, decent price. price. Um, yeah, I, I'm okay with Chick-fil-A going on. Uh, I like McDonald's. Like I say, I eat McDonald's a lot more than I eat Chick-fil-A, but it's mostly because of the price. I think McDonald's prices are just so much lower, um, but, but Chick-fil-A has better food. Zaxby's versus Wendy's. Uh, I'm gonna have to pull through. I'm gonna have to pull Wendy's through on this one. This this one's fairly easy for me. Um, okay. I love just... I love Zaxby's. Zaxby's is probably Zaxby's is probably my favorite fast food restaurant. Then why why do you not argue and get for it against Wendy's? Uh, price, uh, variety. And whose fries you like better? Baconator fries or Zaxby's? I like Zaxby's fries better. Zaxby's are my favorite fries. I think Zaxby's should win this. Um, I'm thinking about what I like at Wendy's, and what I like is always like, yeah, that's pretty. That's that's okay. But when I eat Zaxby's, I'm like, that's pretty good. You know, I keep eating it. So in my mind, is Zaxby's. Yes, the price is a little bit more, but I feel like the environment's a little bit better. Um, I don't like chicken that much, though. I like burgers. I'm a no big burger asked guy. If you like chicken, I didn't ask if you like chicken. I like their okay, fries. Here's, I let's go do there this for their fries. Let's do this. We we this is how we did some of the other stuff. It's how we did the goat. Right? Is Michael Jordan better at basketball than Tom Brady is at football? So is Zaxby's better at chicken than Wendy's is at burgers? No. Wendy's is better at burgers than Zaxby's is at chicken? Yes, I think Raising Cane's is better than Zaxby's is at chicken. Okay. I think it's Zaxby's. Um, But I won't push through since you don't like chicken, apparently. Like, I don't – like, I understand that maybe beef's your favorite, but the fact that you have brought that up three times is weird. I don't know anyone that hate that likes beef that much to where they're like, there's not a chicken guy. There's not a chicken guy. It's me. I'm um, not a chicken guy. I love uh, chicken. Like, I like I like Chick-fil-A chicken, and I like well, Zaxby's chicken sometimes. That's good. This is about to be the matchup. I'm going to let Wendy's go through only because we already have one chicken place in the fi- final, and – I do have a question before we get this far. Who has better chicken, Zaxby's or Chick-fil-A? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Okay. So I think we're in the right place. We have Chick-fil-A and Wendy's in the final. Your thoughts? I think Chick-fil-A does chicken better than Wendy's does burgers. You I think, think it does. It I think their fries – I think their fries are better. I love I love some Wendy's waffle fries. I don't know. Chick-fil-A don't know waffle fries. The, yeah, Chick, Chick-fil-A waffle fries. I don't know if it's just like the waffle shape or whatever, but it feels so good to eat a Chick-fil-A waffle fry. Um, I will say that's like the one thing I don't chicken. like there. 
I don't like the waffle fries. I'm not a big waffle fry person. I would like Wendy's <laughs> over them, but um, I do like spicy chicken. Oh my gosh, I love a good spicy chicken sandwich. Their spicy chicken sandwich is so good. Um, I legitimately, I, I think Chick Fil A is the best fast food restaurant, and I think it's, I, I don't think it's close. And even like if they sold burgers, it would probably be my favorite of all time. I, um, I, I think Chick Fil A wins. I think Chick Fil A enters a tournament of champions, and I think it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a good one. I would agree. Um, who do we have so far? What? Salt uh, Pepper, not the rap duo. Pol Pot, Wayne Gretzky, um, the Printing Press, and Sergeant Stubby. Sergeant Stubby and the Printing Press, and now Chick Fil A. Um, narrowed it on six. Um, I want to do a tournament champions after eight. We haven't quite discussed how we want to do that. Um, but. Nevertheless, I am glad Chick-fil-A made it. I think it hands down beats all the ones we've talked about. If we're going to talk about best fast food burger, I would say Shake Shack. And Shake Shack doesn't have enough locations to make it on our list. So. I think uh, I'd probably say Five Guys. Five Guys is good too, man. Five Guys is good too. Um, they have enough locations. It's just too expensive. And I don't know if it's a drive through anywhere. Whatever, whatever anyone says about this bracket, what I will say as a one final thought is every single one of them is better than Sonic. Every last one of them. Anyone we even half mentioned, like all the reach in and out, Jacks, all of them are better than Sonic. Eating cardboard, cardboard, better than Sonic. Everything's better than Sonic. There's nothing worse than Sonic. I literally am trying to think of a restaurant worse than Sonic. You know, some of those restaurant impossible or kitchen nightmares, you know, with Robert Irvine or Jordan Ramsey, I would rather eat at some of those places in Sonic because I guarantee you if they went in Sonic, they would find the same nasty stuff. Right. Yeah. Sonic sucks. Anyways, uh, we'll see you guys next week. (laughs) See you guys next week. Bye, all Yeah, Sonic does suck dick. And I...